the pride of Duskwall, blasts away the mist of the Dagger Isles with a jet of fire and smoke. This violent flame is at odds with the calm glow of the archipelago's bioluminescent flora. The Dagger Isles are a collective of small nations, and there the Imperium is as the pride's fiery outburst, unwelcome and disruptive to the local ecosystem. The Erovian city of Mistport is the preferred point of contact with the wider world, the furthest place from the Emperor's reach, and yet still along his serpentine railway line. Though the mist for which the city is named relents as a locomotive approaches, the mystery of the Dagger Isles continues to obfuscate and protect the collective from Imperial eyes. for listening and I'd like to welcome any new passengers who are joining us. I'm, I'm Greg, your conductor, and I run the game. I'm Hannah. I play Andrew Anderson, uh, still an outraged citizen. <laughs> I, I, we've, we've never welcomed new listeners before. That's, that's welcome. Well, we did uh, the last time after I was told. Yeah, I, I did grieve. Oh, right, yes, because we yelled at you. This is my new thing. This is my new thing. New it's thing? not being yelled at. It's, it's, it's criticism. Okay. And let it be known. <laughs> loud criticism. I take criticism. Greg responds to criticism. It wasn't loud criticism. It was a half. It was you reading a half-hearted thing from Guy. <laughs> it was real bad. You half-heartedly reading our thing from Guy. I'm Guy. I send Hannah half-hearted things to read to Greg. I play Pip. Pip is a drunk. Also, just a bad man. <laughs> Coming down hard on Pip real fast, aren't we? I, 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 I think it's just factual at this point. <laughs> We can change him, though. We can fix him. I don't think he wants to change, which is, you know, probably why he's bad. Who is that? Uh, that would be Stefan, a guy who's just happy to be here. I play Drix, and Drix is... Drix. (laughs) I'm so sorry, editing Greg. Me and Hannah kind of, well, that, that's nothing, that's like a gap, but I'm going to preserve that gap, because me and Hannah were like, almost like, like a, like a Rocky Horror Picture Show, like, and it's up. It was very fun to have this with, like, a camera, because I got to see both of them lean in at the same time. Oh, just it like, was great. Eh. They had the perfect reaction. <laughs> it's very, very fun to record with the camera, because me and Greg are the only ones that use the camera. <laughs> Well, I love it because as the conductor, uh, I've got to interject and say a lot of things, and it's easier if I'm, like, raising a finger (laughs) or about to say something. (laughs) Is this true? I just don't wish to be perceived. Just ever. I'm a non-entity for most of you. I can't fault you for that. (laughs) Our two friends with no faces. Cryptids. We begin with the pride of Duskwall, the locomotive... On its way to Mistport, a city isolated from the rest of Aruvia, but on the continent, uh, separated from Uduasha and the, the, the rest by mountains, but connected along a track that passes through the Dagger Isles. 
the Blind Bulls of the Pride of Duskwall have returned, along with a nun, Hecla, who turned out to not be a nun, but a Scoblander assassin on a mission. And they abandoned some missionaries of the Church of the Ecstasy of the Sacred Flesh to the perils of the Deathlands uh, after discovering their heinous acts against hollows, human beings whose souls have been removed but whose bodies continue. The Blind Bulls uh, returned with the hollows, with Drix and Andril getting the hollows to the freight boxcar, Pippin running sort of interception to speak to Candace uh, in the locomotive, Candace the owner of the train, the, um, oh god, the conductor. Meanwhile, Hecla, unbeknownst to the rest, went to face her destiny, entering the office car where Mr. Walker was waiting, but her badge given to her by the ancestor of Scovlin told her that it was not Mr. Walker within his body, but the immortal emperor himself projecting his awareness into his vessel. His walker, after a brief encounter that was more of a conversation, the walker emperor effortlessly atomized Hecla, leaving behind a pile of dust, a single uh, knife, uh, and attached to that knife, the triangular badge that reads Booker, reminiscent of line bull badges, but lacking in uh, any indications of rank or any imprints declaring any sort of fealty to the immortal emperor. But line bulls don't know about that. This is an unusual episode. Uh, this one will likely be labeled layover, which is ordinarily where we sort of take time off from big encounters. And that it will, we will be spending most of the time in a city taking time off from this last line. But due to the needs of the story, um, we will be beginning it on the train as it approaches Mistport. So... You're basically to the lightning barrier within Mistport. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to say that as this happens. Anyways. <laughs> In the freight boxcar, the overpacked boxcar, Trix and Andril. Nobody really goes back here. Does it still smell faintly of fishbone? <laughs> fishbone, I don't think, has a signature sense. I don't think, I don't think fishbone's smelly. Fishbone, fishbone washes his ass. Um, <laughs> Okay. Good to know. Good characterization there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This you know, branded cologne is actually wash your ass. Yeah, um, nobody often comes back here. The sheer amount of luggage back here, uh, luggage and freight, it's tough to say what is meant to go where, but the density of it uh, is usually enough to put off any sort of passenger who would want to put away or retrieve their own luggage. Uh, as a result, there are many rats that have just sort of made their home among the, the freight and luggage. So there's many nooks and crannies. The uh, seven hollows, which is, uh, I, don't think you, I don't think you dress them in, in any sort of way. So they do sort of have a modern dagger aisles look to them. So like hip and waist coverings on their trousers, uh, intricate patterns on otherwise common imperial clothes. I'm imagining Pirates of the Caribbean. Almost like a Polynesian sort of thing. So like Samoan, Hawaiian, um, that sort of thing. Okay. But also like, uh, not, I'm not talking like Moana. These are a modern people. Would be almost intentionally open and flowy, but now it's to an unhealthy degree as the, all the hollows are very emaciated. They don't know what to do. Understandably. So, yeah, you're in the freight boxcar. There's probably some nooks and crannies to hide them in. All right. It's me and Drix, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I guess, um, just hide? Yeah, as you say that, 
They all start to like crawl under things, force their way into, into crevices. It's unsettling as you realize uh, how good they are at that. Um, there's also a bunch of rats that are displaced from uh. them. <laughs> the hollows are unbothered by it. Okay. But the rats seem <laughs> seem a little bothered. Alright. Well, the rats can the rats can tell us if they're bothered <laughs> canonically. So Yeah, I think I think Drix looks down and is like You'll get your spots back in a little bit. Don't worry about it. Uh, one looks up at you with the dull unintelligence of a rat. Utter lack of anything in its eyes, but also at the same time with its face, uh, as though it will remember this and hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a righteous squeak. Yeah, we're gonna come back once once we get to Missport. We'll let you guys out. Yeah, should we... Um, you hear muffled from behind some box of scrap metal and stuff. You hear, out oh, one of the hollows. Yeah, we have a friend that hopefully can get you somewhere safe where you'll have food and you'll be able to, to rest. And then that's like all throughout the entire car. Rest, 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 rest. <laughs> Things are going to be better for you soon. As much as we can promise. I'm, I'm gonna write a pneumatic tube message to Greta and be like, "Hey, can we get some? Uh, can we get some rat kebabs?" <laughs> you 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 write that out, and you know rats can't read, but that one rat, that one rat is staring at you. <laughs> fine, fine. Fish kebabs. Fish kebabs. It'll be yeah. a fish kebab. <laughs> eel, eel. Eel is what we have. Eel, eel kebab. Yeah, it, it's gonna be an eel kebab then. Alright. <laughs> That'll that that should give him something to snack on for a little while. Hopefully get him in this board. Meanwhile, in the locomotive, Candace no longer has her office because for now Mr. Walker is using it. Sitting in his little his Trevor's little corner. Trevor's reading some magazines, trying to uh, not look at Candace, who's like writing stuff out on like a little little typewriter she lifts up her cigarette holder uh you see with without the desk she's got her like ashtray a little precariously close to the typewriter so she's always very carefully like <laughs> uh very carefully with the paper she puts it down Nathan McKeel you've come here I don't see the other bulls I uh, didn't hear any flagellating from the other cars uh, when we're from, from from the party as you arrived. Did uh, something happen out there? Yeah, it's just, just, uh... The work they were doing was gonna take a little bit longer than they expected. And they are... expecting... to take a different train on the way back. Which I thought was weird, because they have all their luggage here. So... I don't tell you. Pippin McKeel. Yes, am So, do you have paperwork for that? Or are you lying to me? If you're lying to me, you gotta tell me that you're lying to me. I may be lying to you. <laughs> it, it, it is a, a half-truth. Alright. A, a lie of omission. I, I apologize. Now listen, it's not always a great idea to report everything exactly as it goes. You know me, there are some things I don't agree with, but I, I have fudged some reports. I need you 
to give me the facts so I can do something with this, so I can work with this. Just what happens? Are they, are they actually staying? Yes, they are actually staying. All right. Why? Genuinely, it appears that the fog out there has some kind of mind-addling effect, and we could not convince them to return. Except Sister Heckler. All right. So they're lost. They are lost. It is the Deathlands. I, I do believe you that this this part of the Dagger Isles, there could be some sort of mist that has mind-addling effects, as you said. Uh, she uh, takes a drag from the cigarette uh, holder. I know and... a thing or two about mind-addling. You, you, there's a, there's a, <laughs> a little chuckle from, from Trevor in the corner behind his magazine. Candace uh, puts the cigarette holder down. All right, this is rough because Mr. Walker's on the train. Uh, I'm acutely aware. It's rough, but not impossible. Walker's a little more reasonable than some of those other ministry folks, which you 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 know firsthand. Uh, I'll talk to him. We can get a statement from Hecla too. That'd be really helpful. Yeah. I'll, oh, she actually said that she was going to go and talk with Walker personally ahead of time, so I'll, I'll see what well, I can go and uh, dig up. Alright, alright, no, that's, that's very good. We're going to arrive in Mistport soon. Uh, when we get there, uh, we'll convene in, in Walker's office car. Well, in my office car, but it, with Walker in it. Yes, it, it, that sounds quite, quite wise. Thank you for your Time and consideration, ma'am. Uh, ma'am? Ma'am? Uh, Trevor points. The papers from the typewriter are uh, getting a little singed from her, her burning cigarette uh, holder that she put on the ashtray. And she starts to flap it away. Alright, get out of here, Pippin. <laughs> I don't think you have to tell Pip twice. He is gone. Pip, as you pass through the dining car. I can't believe I didn't have to roll for that. It's a layover, baby. <laughs> um, we have to roll in those. But only at specific times. So, Pip, you uh, walk through the dining car, and as you, you stop by, Greta shoves a big old tray, a tray of some eel kebabs. Ah, Pip and Makino, you're exactly who I wanted to see. Uh, Trix and Andrew ordered these. Uh, can you just bring them back if you're walking? Certainly, of course. Thanks. Uh, say, are you all right Everybody seemed a little rattled when they came here, and I couldn't help but notice the lack of those missionaries. Yes, this is, uh... It's, it's just stressful with, uh... Walker on the train, and, uh... I'm, I'm not the dad. That'd be kind of weird <laughs> if I were. But, like, they're, they're doing their thing. <laughs> Alright, you take care. Have you, have you seen Heckler anywhere, the, one of the missionaries, or just haven't seen any of them? Ah, uh, yes, the, uh, uh, the Scotlander. I have not seen her. Well, I'm assuming that, uh, means her, her talk about, well, she returned to her seat. So I'll, I'll just keep going. Yep. Handle and drink. You guys headed to the freight car, like, from the outside when the train was stopped, so you didn't pass through on the way there. So, uh, after getting the the guys situated 
you head into the office car to sort of pass through back to the bullpen. Uh, you head over there, and Walker is present. No sign of, of Hecla or anything. Mr. Walker uh, just casually leaves. Blind bulls, hello. Hello. I am going to keep walking. <laughs> hey, Mr. Walker. Drix, um, you, you were the first one to notice her knives, Hecla's knives. As you're passing by, in Walker's bag, there's the the end of one of the knives with like the electrical like wiring hookup is sort of like stick, sticking out of it. You just notice that as you as you pass through the office car. Gotcha. Um, Drix is going to Drix is going to follow Andrew and keep going, but he tenses up a little bit, I think. And yeah, you guys enter the bullpen. Pip, you and you also uh, get to the bullpen with that food. Uh, Heckler is not sitting down at her seat. Alright, I got the, uh, the eel kebabs. 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 Thank you, Pip. Uh, I, I got him. Uh, did you guys see Heckler back there? She wasn't in her seat. She's gone. Gone where? She, I, well, she wasn't in Mr. Walker's office car, if that's what you mean. He had her knife. Oh. Yeah. Is... Just... But where is she? I don't know. If I were to posit a theory, I do think she is still in that office car. Just... all over. Do you, uh... Do you think that's where the weird spot comes from? Do you oh think the office god. car has a body compartment? Oh my god! <laughs> Drix, I want to be very clear with you right now. What was the one thing that we do not talk about <laughs> since you joined the train? It, it is in your contract. We don't talk about the weird spot. I mean, we, we do not been, talk about the weird spot. I mean, we've also been like doing treason lately, so I feel like talking <laughs> about the weird spot does become fair game. <laughs> There's a yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you when you when you signed your contract and there was that specific clause about like not talking about the weird <laughs> spot, <laughs> uh, you you had to sign that part in blood for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just real quick, um, anybody in particular going to bring the eel kebabs to the um, hollows? Pip doesn't know where they are, but also... We're gonna look very weird bringing food through the office car, aren't we? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just say it's for the... Just say it's for the, uh... The, the railman on the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good excuse. No need to overthink this. I'm literally just asking. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go. Yeah. If anyone else wants to come with, they're welcome to. But... Yeah. I think Drix is gonna come. I think, I think Drix is like... A little shaken. Pip will not because he does not want to see Walker. Yeah, that was the main thing. I was maybe going to do something if Pip walked by. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, we know you're in game. that case. Then sure, I'll go. <laughs> Fuck really? him. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fun. Okay. Pip doesn't want to, but like he's just like whole gang. Whole gang. Do we need three people to deliver food? We're gonna say hi to the railman. That's true, I guess. It could be like a. We could tell Walker it's a. It's an after mission thing. 
Well, I'll tell you what happens. You walk into the office car, all of you. Walker sees the food, catches a glimpse of Pip. Drix, you notice that um, Walker has stowed away the, the knife a bit better. Pip, Walker looks at you briefly, his face like the typical stoic, but there is a, a bit of a sadness in the eyes that is almost foreign from the entire face. But since uh, Drix and Angel are there, he says nothing. Phew. <laughs> Anyways. I don't think Pip super notices. I think Pip, like, tries specifically not to meet his gaze. So that's for the audience. So then, the Pride of Duskwall arrives through Lightning Barrier to Mistport. Uh, Misty, as the name implies. There's a lot of Dagger Isles trading ships at the, the port. They're pretty distinct from uh, some of the other ships you've seen. They've got, like, multiple canoes on the bottom. Are there any foils? That's a boat joke and a card joke, because it's trading ships. Uh, they're uh, distinct. Uh, <laughs> their style is, like, multiple canoes on the bottom and then, like, another hull on top with these big triangular sails. The architecture of, like, the main spaces around the ports are also, uh, you know, seem to be more of a, a Dagger Isles thing because this is not a dagger isle city but this is like the main point of interaction between eruvia and the dagger isles and and then <laughs> indirectly uh with the rest of the imperium because the dagger isles would really like nothing to do with the imperium understandably yeah the architecture here is a lot of like big domed roofs held up by posts and a lot of the buildings like which you find it weird to call them buildings but they they lack walls for the most part there are also more traditional eruvian buildings uh closer to the center of the city and in the distance, there's the sound of, like, construction. Uh, really destructive, like, demolition, it sounds like. I'm assuming that, like, because of the, uh, all of the mists, like, it just seems like the mist is extra heavy, but, like, half of it is probably dust. So, so the mist does kind of clear at the port, but it is replaced um, by on the opposite ends, towards where the mountains are. Uh, yeah, dust from, like, demolition and construction. Contiguous. It's not like the streets are, are misty, but then also remember it's very dark. It's all lamp lit. That that imagery, because then the lamps have like that uh, big circle that you can like see reflected off of the water. So uh, you guys are in the office car, where ordinarily you would get your chits and pay for the lime. Candace is there with Mister Walker. Candace uh, turns to you all and says, "All right, this uh, whole thing's a bit of a headache. I've got some good news." To go with the bad news. Now, the good news is, you're not in trouble or anything. We do indeed have, within your pay, funds for missing passengers, and the church might be upset, but that's the reality of making these trips, and the reality of your work. That unfortunately means the bad news. I can't give you any payment, either in shits or stash, for this run. I hope you've saved up for, for you know, eating and drinking while you're here, getting any uh, medical attention. Mr. Walker here is going to help with this whole situation, smoothing it over. Mr. Walker, with his Salvador Dali mustache, none of that forward emotion in his eyes, tense his fingers, and he says, uh, It is uh, unfortunate what befell those missionaries here, but as uh, you told Candace, Hecla was able to give me an explanation of the situation. I will assure you that I can make this whole situation simply vanish. Now, while we're in Mistport, 
I would ask that you perhaps avoid taking on any uh, work that could be tracked, as I am going to currently write down that I am running an investigation upon you. Noted. Okay. That makes sense. Nobody but us needs to know that the investigation, of course, is concluded as it is undertaken. You are blameless, and this was an accident. Thank you for understanding. This is my kind of you, sir. Thank you. It is only because of brave line bulls like you that the dream of an empire is even possible. Transporting resources from one to another, where one is wanting and one has but does not, it is what allows humanity to thrive in this day and age. I think at that first, it's only because of you that the empire is possible, Andrew kind of fidgets a bit. Oh yeah, Pip is like, his fingernails are like digging into his palm. Now, if you'll excuse me, I shall head over towards the uh, ministry camp. We are building a new railway. Dunville, you seemed interested at the notion of the uh, Sualim when we set out. Perhaps uh, you'd like to accompany me to see them? No pressure otherwise. Oh, um, I, I, it's been kind of a rough line. I think I'd like to rest a bit. Understandable. Regardless, do be careful. Due to the uh, demolition of the mountains just outside the barrier and the building of the track within the uh, eastern ward of the city, is a uh, hard-hat location, if you should. Cool. Noted. Walker rises from Candace's desk, carrying his things, and what Trix knows is Hecla's things, and he exits. Candace uh, just puts puts typewriter at the desk, uh, arranges a couple things uh, in some drawers, but she, like, waves you out, like, yeah, you guys, uh, have fun, all right? Thanks, Candace. We'll, we'll try our best. Not getting in any trouble. <laughs> the trouble. We, we'll, we'll stay out of we'll stay out of the public eye. And with that, it takes a little bit. You have to go a little farther from the port, specifically because so many of these buildings don't have walls uh, like you're used to. But once you come to some of the more walled buildings, Rix, you're aware of some of these um some of these doorways that normal people just aren't aren't seeing. You, Drix, recognize one. Has crossed Dava's doorway. Andrew and Pip are with me. Do they want mm-hmm. to be? Like, again, if, if you if you want to be like the ahead person, I, like I don't know. It's uh, whatever. What do you What do you guys want to do? Um, I'll I'll come if you want me there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. They don't see the doorway, correct? Not till it's like opened for them. Okay, sick, sick. You're you like move towards it. They're not aware of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna look back over my shoulder and be like, check this out, and uh, he's gonna do the good old. <laughs> and uh knock on Dava's door. Yeah, Drix raps upon a wall, and then suddenly, yeah, that mysterious doorway opens up where there was no door. Just a crack. And you see uh cross Dava's cat eyes poke out as he pokes his head out and is like, um Adric, what do you call me for? I have not requested of you any work. Do you have a request for me? Uh yeah. See, we ran into a little bit of trouble with the Church of the Sacred Flesh out in the Deathlands, and it turns out that we have a bunch of hollows that we're fostering now. So, we wanted to see if you would help us with that. 
It is a truly a wretched existence of a hollow, and to become like one such as myself, my own spirit was placed into a specially prepared hollowed body. I suppose, I suppose aiding you by taking in these hollows would be a way to atone for the injustice that I have done to, and he uh, puts a hand over his own heart, to this person. God, he's so dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. And I do love it. Believe me, I, I think it would be good for you. I, I think it'd be good for both of you. They're in the freight box car of the train now. I guess we can get them off and, and bring them here? I don't know if there's a more convenient way to pick them up. March them over uh, to, well, Adric is, uh, Adric is strange, not a typical human at the moment. After his encounter with the one within many, wherever he sees my door, just bring them. You'll be able to feed them, you think? Of course. It really means a lot that you do this. I know a lot of people might not see the value in it. Regardless, know that my heart is moved. And he will close his door. Anybody gonna mark off the favor for a major request, please? Uh, how much is that? Four favor. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can take it unless you want to, like, split it. I don't know how much favor you have. Because I have seven. That's not really skin off my back. I have five. If you want, I could toss one in, and, like, that would keep us both at four, so we could both do a level four favor thing later. That sounds good. Yeah. Or I could toss in two. I I, I just need to save enough to do some custom gear soon. No, we can, we can, I'll put in three, you put in one. That's fine. Okay. I don't- well, I, like, vaguely have something on my mind, but I don't mind waiting for it. Pip has no favor to give. It was appropriate since he used it to murder a child. Yeah. No, I think that- I think me and Drix taking this is, uh, thematically good. That's fair. (laughs) Alright, let's- let's heal our wounded minds and bodies. Well, let's get the hollows to him first. Yeah, let's get. You don't. You don't have to help if you don't want to. Nice. Oh, I'm seeing it through to the end. Okay. I I said I would, even if it's just kind of as a supervisional role. It's not anything super secret. Like once you have the hollows, until you get close and are somebody who knows what a hollow is, it just looks like a person. Just look like people. So you're definitely able to like walk out past the uh, the train station with them. There's only a brief moment where you think you've like done something wrong. Somebody looks and approaches. That doesn't even look an approach, rather. Just sort of looks as you pass by and uh, shouts, Hey! Hey, Imperial! How much for one? Uh, they, they're, they're, already, they're already spoken for. Oh, you own them. Okay. <sighs> Anyone else really stressed about this? Yep! <laughs> also, man, I take I take offense to being called Imperial. <laughs> I think I think they he were was calling to Pip first. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. that's why he said, "Oh, so you own them?" Gotcha. Right, right, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot Pip was with us. Right. Yes. In a supervisional capacity. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyways, but yeah, you're easily able to bring them over to the door. Cross uh, gets a look at them. Uh, at first, they're like a little nervous. 
in a way similar to but not the same to the weird vibe they got around Pip and Cross sort of reaches out a hand and just says, uh, come along, nobody shall harm you. One of them's got uh, some tears welling in their eyes and he puts a hand on their face in a way that like in another person would be like an affectionate, like, oh, let me wipe those tears. But you see his thumbnail extends and curves with a wicked edge. His finger greedily absorbs uh, the tear leaving behind a claw mark underneath the eye. The hollow, for its part, does look not as sad anymore. And Cross says, there, there. I shall fight for you now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was maybe more than I wanted to see, but all right. (sighs) Good goodness. All right. (laughs) Cross looks, uh, looks at Andrel and then looks around. Strange. Are we in Scovlin? Uh, we're in the Dagger Isles. Hmm. I could not help but notice uh, one of those knives you're carrying. Oh. Uh... I'm only familiar with them uh, in, around Blackvale in Upper Scovlin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's from a friend. Well, it is a very dangerous weapon. I hope you, uh, hope your friend is able to instruct you before you attempt to wield it. Uh, I'll, I'll find someone to instruct me. Let me know if you require any aid there. Do you know how to use Scovic weapons? No, but I have been alive for centuries. I know somebody. That's fair. Alright, thank you. I will. Thank you. And he nods to all of you, and the door closes. (sighs) Right. It's been a hell of a day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think we should go to the pub. Or to the doctor, but definitely to the pub at some point today. Uh, so you all head over to the Physiker's Hut. From the outside, the Physiker's Hut appears to be um, just a typical, like, quick medical tent. Uh, upon entry, one enters alone uh, and finds uh, the walls covered up with herbs, medical instruments lying about. Sweet, sterile air uh, as lotions, potions, and unctions brew. The interior of the Physiker hut is the same regardless of the hut that you enter. The Physiker themselves stands with a, a full plague doctor getup, leaning very much into the, the bird aesthetic. You do know that the Physiker uh, is not as tall as the Corbin person <laughs> from the, the, the missionaries. Yeah, brother Corbin. Brother Corvid. Nobody's favorite, as they shouldn't be. They are wretched. Um, wretched. They are wretched. Um, but the... Uh, oh my god. The, <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah, so the Physiker welcomes Drix. Hello there, Drix. Hey, Mr. Fizz. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing quite well. Uh, contented, I have been. Oh, really? Uh, did you? Have you been doing something new? I know you were micro-napping last time. Yes, I, it, it's not so much that I am attempting anything new since last that thou seen me. I, I, I just fallen into a particularly new schedule. It's it's very nice to, you know, like, sort of fall into a rhythm. Ah, yeah. No, I, I absolutely understand that. Sometimes it's really easy to just, like, move on autopilot for a little while. Exactly. And so I am contented. Uh, do, do have some good news for you. We, 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 we spoke with Dava earlier. 
he actually seemed to be fairly moved by something that we were able to do for him. Well, he was able to do for us, rather. Uh, we, we liberated some hollows from the, the church. And uh, Dava seemed to be really happy about being able to provide something for them, considering how his body was formed. Liberated hollows from the church. Very strange. I, it was my understanding that... Uh, Church, the Church of the Ecstasy of the Flesh hollowed volunteers. Is that not accurate? Well, they certainly may have been volunteers before their deaths, but they were certainly being oppressed after. Ah, yes. Very good, then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like anyone with a, uh, well, I suppose not a beating heart, but like any, any person, I despise servitude, especially now that I find myself locked within my own bonds. I can't imagine that you could relate. <laughs> Unfortunately. Hey, one day, maybe you'll be free, Mr. Fizz. <laughs> the dream of far-off freedom is not what sustains me, but meeting line bulls with the optimism such as yourself to feel that does help. Well, glad I can provide something to you. I suppose then I need not ask you any questions. As I could not help but notice, based on the nature of your wounds... The lack of any, uh, plasm burns, no strange supernatural effects. It appears as though you were just gotten into a typical street brawl, and now I see that it was a, a skirmish with some, uh, church members. They turned violent fairly quickly. Funny that. Yeah. It is what it is. Sometimes you gotta get your hands a little dirty, and I'm aware. Here, let me get some swelling down. Hands you uh, a chunk of ice with a dark shape in it. Put this in your mouth, swish it around, and then spit once it melts. Like, as soon as it melts, you gotta spit. Oh, okay. Uh, fully work. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, like, swish it around. We're not, we're not gonna make listeners listen to swish, mouth swishing noises. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you, uh, you swish it around in your mouth. You begin to feel uh, something wriggling inside your, like, the mouth water. Oh. You immediately spit it. The physicker catches it in a cup. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you see a little leech with hands. Uh. How does... Does it do jazz hands? How does that... <laughs> well, rather than having to treat all your wounds on the outside for infection, this little guy sucks up all the infection. But if you do, if you do let him get a hold of your tongue, he's gonna keep it. <laughs> so that's why I freeze him. And you see, the leech has little grabby hands, and he's like sort of reaching out towards your mouth. And then the physiker puts a, a cold metal instrument into the cup of water, and it immediately freezes over. <laughs> Back in there, you little bastard! <laughs> Horrifying. Science is weird, and I do not like it. <laughs> Well, thou art healed. Um, and there's your typical uh, cross marks over uh, your wounds. Th- th- thank you. I'm gonna name a giblet. <laughs> my my favorite thing is coming up with stupid treatments for the physiker to do. <laughs> like it's maybe not my favorite thing, but it's one of my favorite things. So thank you for <laughs> indulging my gross treatments. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I love giblet. Grabby hands leech. How do you even, Greg? <laughs> 
Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> giblet fan I art. I genuinely hope someone draws it. Someone's someone's gonna draw giblet, and it's going Please to upset me. Not because giblet. we got art, because it's gonna look amazing, but it's because I can't be mad about giblet. <laughs> Give it a little hat. So, um, yeah, Drix, you exit before, or maybe after, maybe at the same time as your companions, as time works differently, in the Fizzigger's hut. For the next ten minutes or so, Pip is, like, furiously trying to, like, shake something out of his ear, and he refuses to tell Andrel or Drix what it was that happened in the Fizzigger's hut. We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to discuss Little Business Library. Little Business Library is an online directory of small businesses that allows consumers to shop directly so they never charge a sales fee. And instead of charging percentages to businesses, LBL is just $4 a month. What? Don't take my word for it. From the pride of Duskwall, here's the line bull, Pip. Hello. I'm working on some, uh, some mock-ups of, uh, a, a design I'm, I'm working on. Well, worry not. LBL has a collection of shareable graphics, and you can use how you wish. What are those for, anyway? Industrializing the way the food production is made so that it can be served and eaten faster. Just, I, I call it a deep fryer. All right, we get it. You heard it here, folks. Use our coupon code LISTEN10 to list your business on Little Business Library. We now return to your regularly scheduled audio programming. So. Pub trip. Yeah, the pub that your chips are good for is a pub called Ian Hadra, which, uh, Andrew, you know in Aruvian, is literally like nourishing garden. Uh, it's an Aruvian-run pub, but it- I can't believe you took us to Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> the Aruvian version of Olive Garden. When you're here, you are part of the noble house. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they actually have that. They have that written out. Um, <laughs> in Hadrathi, of course, though. In Hadrathi. <laughs> Rather than unlimited breadsticks, it's just unlimited sticks. They just give you, like, sticks from outside. <laughs> so they cater to Dagger Isle's traders before they cater to, to Lion Bulls for this place. There's, like, a back area where there's, like, a kitchen and stuff, but the seating is all domed roof with, like, posts and no walls set up. So you're still sort of outside enjoying the lamp light. They bring you uh, some wild cognac, very pungent drink with a slight numbing effect and not like the typical alcohol numbing, like over-exaggerating a little bit, but almost like anesthetic. <laughs> Damn. So maybe like laughing gas, like is the middle step? Yeah. It's, it's a real thing that I have not had. Interesting. The wild cognac is sort of like the colonial term for it, which is why I'm telling you that. It is... In actuality, um, kava, or like the equivalent of that. Hey, listeners, if you've had this drink, let us know. Write a review. Leave a comment. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> I don't think Greg's going to keep this in. <laughs> and so uh, for meals, they've got two different options. There's like a soup, eel soup, an eel coconut cream soup. And for another good meal is um, it's solidified coconut milk. Baked inside taro leaves, and then wrapped in banana leaves, and there's, like, onions and stuff for flavor inside. That's a little more a vegetarian option. That's one Pip gets. Yeah. Not because he's vegetarian, but because he prefers the texture. I'll have the meat. I like meat. Yeah, I think Drix is going for the meat. 
You've had eels before. Eels, eels are ghastly, but they I don't know, are eels pretty good. Like I've had oh. eel in real life. Okay, eel is real tasty. The eels here are ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't stress enough how the eels in the Shattered Isles are ghastly, but unfortunately, they are the most pleasurable fish to eat. The coconuts themselves uh, are not as we would imagine coconuts, but definitely like horrible, fell-looking fruits with a lot of like spikes and teeth and stuff prying them open is a is a, is a huge effort well probably not like a huge effort but um <laughs> i guess prying them open sucks a little more now but it's it is a descendant of our typical coconut can you still use it as a house for pet rodents sure if you want them cursed that's nah, fine <laughs> <laughs> everything's cursed here anyway yeah you could really just walk down the street and get six curses couldn't you probably mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, these, these these coconuts are grown with some radiant energy. But yeah, you guys are now here at the pub. For those who drink, uh, enjoying the numbing sensation of some wild cognac, enjoying some food. Hold on, say, whatever they put in this stuff is really something. Are you guys good? Oh yeah, it would be better. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm pretty good. Just you know, just a little loose. A little loose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I thought we were all gonna need emotional support after this one, but now you guys are just being weird. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. Give give me one second. Uh, Drix, no, it's fine. You can be. He weird. slaps his face a little bit, and oh he, my like, god, <laughs> he buttons up and is like. All right, I'm I'm I'm, I'm good. Yeah, Drix, you're probably you're trying you're trying to be more in the moment for for Andrew, probably. Exactly. I, I just wasn't expecting this to go straight to my head. <laughs> Maybe not that extreme, guy. <laughs> but very very good good bit. I'm gonna turn my camera on so you can actually see what it is that I'm doing. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Classic. Yeah, he's like pinching his own cheek. But yeah, Drix, um, I don't know if this is something that you've ever grappled with, or in a situation you've encountered before, but you realize that it must be kind of hard for Andrew because um, you backed her up on it, but the two of you just, well, you just indirectly killed some people. Like, they deserved it, but the fact remains that Andrew, either by herself or with your help, was capable of deciding that somebody should die and acting on that. Like, you were the one who did the fighting, but she's a child. <laughs> yeah. And probably hoping for some guidance. Hey, L- Little Spurs, I-, I know that probably wasn't easy on you, right? No, this one sucked. <laughs> yeah. This one sucked, like, pretty bad. <laughs> Understandably, it was... It was all around not good. <laughs> it was... There were no good choices. There were no. no good choices in any of it. Not with the... Not with the church. Not with Hecla. Oh god, I forgot about Hecla. Yeah. Look. I want you to know that... You don't have to feel guilty about that whole deal. You shouldn't have ever been put in that position. But unfortunately, you are here. But you made the right choice. You saved a lot of lives. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't really feel that guilty, which I guess almost seems worse. <sighs> I mean, they deserved it. They did. I don't know really what to say, because I, I think you have good judgment. You've had a hard life, and you know when people are bad, essentially. It's not good that you've been saddled with this knowledge, and it's not good that you have to be this judge of character, but I know that you know deep down when something is or isn't right, and I think, you have, I think you're a good moral compass. Thanks, Strix. It's nothing. I always want to look out for you, Lady Sprigs. Even if you don't need it. For now, at least, it doesn't seem like much is changing. But we did a little good. And I think that's worth celebrating. I don't know. I feel like mostly I'm just sad that the world is like this. And I already knew that the world is like this, but... It sucks to be reminded of it. Maybe one day things will get better. For all of us. I think that that day might be a little bit closer than you think. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, like, the way I see it, our goal so far has been to, to mess this sea wide open. And I think we've done a pretty good job at, at that. But we've got... We got some options, we got like, plans for the future, and we got like, we're, we're, we're well on our way, is, is all I'm saying. And like, sure, it, it sucks now, but we did good, you did good. It otherwise, unwinnable bad situation. And I think that's... That's worth appreciating. So you don't... Regret it? The only reason... To regret... A choice you made... Is if you're a coward. I feel like that's... I mean, well, we can... That's not important. Pip. Um, uh, Pip, two things. <laughs> This is, that's very fun coming from Pip, mm -hmm. and I am personally very amused at the hypocrisy. Pip, two things. One, the wild cognac can ease up on the effect some of you like. I'm, this is going to be such a bitch to transcript. Oh my god, guy, I had so much trouble understanding what you were saying there. Oh god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was I was looking it up and it's like yeah, it's like, it's like mu muscle relaxing is what is what the the effect is. And but also Pip, speaking of making sure that you don't regret, um, when you told those hollows to stop, you called upon something that you kind of only accidentally grasped before with Jamu Cup. Mm -hmm. I think these, this whole hollow business has left you. I, not one, I don't want to prescribe feelings, but like, let me just tell you the new awareness that you have of yourself. Something you can't quite run from. 
that, like the hollows, some part of you is gone, but whatever that something is that you called on is there, is, is there in its place. And you understand now how the hollows and Udawasha somehow knew that you were full when they were empty. And that's, that's a truth that, that, that Pippin cannot drink himself out of. Nope. So I'll get that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad you backed us in the end. I, I know that can't have been easy for you. If we if we run into more stuff like this, I, I guess I just want you to know that I'm not gonna stop doing things like this. And I don't know, if that's gonna be a problem, we should talk about it. I think it's kind of a case-by-case basis. But if, if this is uh, the track that you're, you're on, then uh, I guess I'm seeing where it goes. I may not be able to go all the way, but I am curious. We will walk together until we can't anymore, I guess. Pip's a good old softy anyway. One day, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll loosen up a bit. Eh? And J- Jerks, like, jeers Pip a little bit. Pip is, I think, at least three cups deep already. So, I, I think that's a... That is called for another cup. <laughs> okay. It's not a huge challenge, but I'm ready to throw a quick curveball to uh, one of you three. Who wants to take it? Uh-oh. Oh, like you, the players. Uh-oh. Who wants to take it? Very quick. I'm down, unless someone else wants it. I, I want to see where it goes. By all means, go for it. All right. <laughs> okay. I, I just had to see Stabo, it. you're pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's the boy! The man! Oh shit! I can't continue. Stabo, uh, escaped criminal, enters uh, Ion Hadra, the nourishing garden, and is pretty sure that the three lion bulls, uh, consisting of an imperial, uh, Severosi wide as a barn, um, and a small child, uh, are the three that Fishbone uh, was going to hire. So you just need to give the give the note and your friends, Ekimos, will be safe. <laughs> I, Stabo, will go up to the three lion bulls, including the now very silent little girl. <laughs> Can you give a description of Stabo? Stabo is a huge, huge man. He is from the Dagger Isles because I thought that was too good of a pun to pass up. And so he's got, I don't remember how I described him before. People in Dagger Isles typically have a, almost like a, more like a bronze colored skin as opposed to the amber yeah. of Eruvia. Dark hair like a Severosi, but like um straighter. That's how we described Coleman Kanashers. Yeah, that works. And uh, I think he has very long hair in a ponytail. Uh, you know, honestly, the like biggest thing about him is just how how big he is. He is the largest man you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, he also has an eye patch. I'm deciding right now. I okay. love that I'm white as a bard, but Stabo is Stabo's <laughs> bigger than you. <laughs> Stabo is bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Crazy that Fishbone was like, yeah, you'd look for this big guy to Stabo of all people. <laughs> So uh, it, it shows it shows more trust. I appreciate it. 
Listeners might be familiar with Stabo briefly as a name that we threw out there. Listeners will be familiar with Stabo in a in a Patreon special that has been recorded but has not come out yet. Just so you know, we're going to so vaguely allude to events of it, and I mean so vaguely, I mean like Stabo is presence, <laughs> um, and like uh, you don't need to know the Patreon to know what's gonna happen in this main show. But just so you know, the reason why Hannah is Stabo is because in the Patreon, Hannah is Stabo. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe Stabo is canon. Stabo is so canon. So glad that I didn't have to, that I didn't say yes and have to pick up Minty and figure out the accent on the fly. Oh, God. Yeah. We'd be here for another two minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, Stabo's gonna, Stabo's gonna go up to the line bowls. Stabo, Stabo walks up to your table. Uh, hey guys, you, you, you line bulls? Uh, yeah. Y- yes. That, that would be us. Do you know, uh, he, he adopts kind of like what should be a whisper, but he's a very loud man. <laughs> Do you guys know Fishbone? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, well, he told me to give you this note. Uh, I don't know what's in it, but, but, I don't know, he told me to give it to you. To us? Yeah, he said some lime bulls were gonna help him out. Big guy, not as big as me, but big guy. Weird little reedy dude, and child. And that's you guys, probably. I don't know. Isn't Fishbone also a child? What? (laughs) No. No. <laughs> no. Give us, give us the note. He's an adult man. <laughs> Here's the note. I mean, he fits, into, he fits into a suitcase. I just kind of yeah, assume. He just like kind of he, he's he's contorting, you know. <laughs> Oh, this is getting awkward. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy your. Uh, I'm gonna go later, guys. I, I'll probably never see you again. But later. You, you have a nice life, I, I guess. Yeah, you too. It was a pleasure to meet you, Stabo. Yeah, you too, man. All right, what's in this note? Wow, that guy was weird. <laughs> Really? Oh man, Angel, you were so quiet for a minute there. I he was just so big, I was shocked into silence. <laughs> reedy? <laughs> I mean, you're pretty reedy. Yeah, I mean that that kind of tracks actually. Also, he looked like the type of guy that can't read, so I don't think his vocabulary is great. Maybe. Who knows? He might be very emotionally intelligent. Maybe. So, um, yeah, the note. Uh, what does the note say? The note tells you to meet Fishbone at this upscale restaurant. It's so upscale, it doesn't have a name, just a symbol. <laughs> the symbol is of somebody like like reclining, like somebody. It's, it's the symbol of like like somebody somebody laying down restfully. He wants to meet us at a mattress shop. <laughs> Are there any mattress shops around here? We don't have to play out you guys finding it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to I know you guys do like the bit of just like, they, wait, they don't know what it is at first. They wait, do find wait, it wait. eventually. I think, I think I can figure this out. All right. All right, all right. 
there's a man who's reclining on a thing. Right? Right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, alright, alright. Follow me. Wait, follow, the, no- follow. the note says it's a restaurant. <laughs> the name of the restaurant. <laughs> follow follow Listen, me on this journey. I'm being held hostage. <laughs> my, my players have unionized. They're, they're not letting me end this bit. <laughs> show up at this restaurant in the corner there's fishbone and, and rubian man with far too many knives uh, the knives look nicer than ever before he's got still got his red scarf though but it's pulled down because he's eating food he's eating some like fancy raw fish off of this like big mess of vegetables it's not even like bad cuts of eel this seems to be like the good parts of some like harder to catch fish and he waves you over Hello, Fishbone. Are we interrupting you on this day, the day of your cat's quinceanera? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I also don't know what that is. Hey, listen, just come on in here. Okay, Sit down. Okay, we're coming in. Yeah, yeah, have some food. We just came from another restaurant. I mean, it's free food, so- though. This looks very good. You hear from underneath the mass of vegetables. Yeah, it's pretty good if I say so myself. <laughs> ah! Hey there. Are you eating a person? You see, uh, you see what you thought was a table is actually an affable looking Akarosi man. Oh my god. Uh, he's got like red hair, real KJ Appa looking type. <laughs> um, a bunch of abs. Um, <laughs> and he's, uh, he's laying down there. The, the food goes on the vegetables, which go on him. Fishbone what? Is that just seems inefficient. Yeah, they charge you per ab, but uh, let's just say Fishbone is uh, pulling six-figure heists these days, and he winks at you. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time I've ever eaten off an ab. What? <laughs> I've never seen a more remarkable glow-up, and yet feel so disgusted at the same time. Okay, I'm just- Andal's just gonna start eating the food and not ask any questions. <laughs> so... Don't worry about it, little girl. Don't worry. Okay, I feel weird about this. Oh, all right. I understand. Silent table. It's all right. No, that's not. (laughs) What what do you want? You you call us here to see you eat off a man. Well, I mean, he's also inviting us to eat off the man. Yes, I got an attractive man and I'm eating food off of him. (laughs) Because I'm I'm pulling six-figure heists, which you can hear about on Patreon. Yeah, um, what what even is that? Do you- <laughs> I never know what any of you are talking about. Yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm genuinely lost here. Uh-oh. Listen, well, never mind all that. Is that like a newsletter? So wait, you're rich now? Is that my understanding? Uh, yeah, cause I'm great. Anyways, <laughs> my associate Stabo uh, seems to have found you. We, all right, we, we've met. Yes. Yeah. Large man. Very, very large. Very scary. The largest of men. I heard you were going to be in town, so I made my way over. And uh, I was hoping I could perhaps bother you for your talents. I want to offer you a job. Is that cool? Uh, I guess. Sure. I mean, we can't do any above board work, so we may as well, right? 
We we gotta keep it under the table though. Don't don't you say anything. Don't, not not a word. The 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 table guy's like, don't worry, my lips are sealed, zipped up. God, there's some there's some joke here that I can't make because again, Andrew is thirteen about being under this table. <laughs> That's what I'm doing later. <laughs> Fishbone Fox! Fishbone Fox! Yup. <laughs> Can't believe Fishbone Fox. Great, continue. <laughs> See, Stabo's got this friend, uh, Ekimosa. And, um, I just need you to smuggle him over to the, uh, Soalim camp outside of town. He's on the run. Okay. Well, we have gotten pretty good smuggling recently. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of that. Oh, that rules. You guys want to join my crew? No. No. You sure? I'm sure. You don't want to be by hook or by crooks? I'm sorry, what's your crew called? The by hook or by crooks. Okay, I did hear that right. No, no I, th- I think we're, we're good. I, I think we're fine having this be a, a part-time gig. All right, if anybody wants to hear any more adventures than by hook or by crooks, they can just listen on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm just not too interested in the hooker crooks. Whoa, whoa, you've got to have the bi in there, otherwise it sounds wrong. <laughs> the bi hooker crooks? <laughs> Not inaccurate, but... <laughs> <laughs> Diversity when Fishbone is bisexual? <laughs> I guess. We stand a king? <laughs> And a king, I guess. I guess he is the textbook chaotic bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, now uh, you you can you can do it though, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I guess. So, uh, anyways, and um, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a tube that like glows some and has notches that's almost reminiscent of like a spinal column. Uh, you guys have all seen a, enough of these to sort of recognize it. It's it's a, like a hull container. Here he is. Here's the uh, here's Ekimosa. Oh, uh, St- Stabo had a had a bit of a secret burial for him. Oh. Uh, and and now we need to we need to get him to disappear among the Sualim. Uh, that'd be pretty helpful. So you just gotta take the package over over to the camp, and uh, yeah, see if you can get him in one of those bad boys. Alright, so it's it's like a reverse heist, where we break in and put something there. Yeah, or like smuggling. Yeah, I mean, that sounds less fun to say, though. Reverse heist, reverse heist, reverse, reverse heist, heist, reverse heist! I thought it was cool! <laughs> listen, listen, Ramsney, he points to the guy at the table, Ramsney's cool. You can just don't just don't just don't shout too loud. Okay. Understood. Well, it's better that I said reverse heist than smuggling them Listen, because no one knows what that is. It's it's kind it's kind of a cool power play. It's kind of a cool power play to do like criminal stuff in the middle of like a public. But I'm realizing now that perhaps it's a it's it's not a great it's, it's not a great idea. No, I don't know why you did this. <laughs> Honestly, it really does seem like don't you have a base like? God, not in Mistport, okay? I. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. All right. Yeah, anybody wants this fish to go or what? Oh, I'll take it. And um, yeah, he hands you, he hands you some more fish off of Ramsney. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, it's all right. You're still living. Okay. <laughs> Glad you're having fun. I hope they tip well. 
Do they tip at all? They tip very well. <laughs> I'm not going to question that. Let's go. I have some questions for you, Drake. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going. We're, we're going. Um, yeah. So, uh, we're going to do this like we did, breaking into that one place. I'm just going to need one roll from each of you. I'll describe a little situation and you describe to me how we do it. Yeah, the first things first is obviously you're going to have to sneak over to the Suilim worksite. There are the Suilim themselves. Suilim means bronze giants. Um, and they are unusually large hulls, like 20 to 30 feet tall. And they're used to, for like construction work. Um, sometimes they've got just got giant sized tools, but also it's really helpful to just set a girder with your own damn hands. And uh, there, there are uh, non-hull overseers that are like from the ministry. So you'd have to sneak past those. But yeah, just in general, uh, this sort of could be any kind of role because it's also a dangerous spot. Like, you know, it's like a hard hat place because there's like rubble and stuff from all the construction going on. So you could do steel to get through there or finesse to sneak through, force to knock somebody out. Like, I don't know who wants to go first. I would like to roll steel. I'm going to say it's like a willpower roll of basically like we're walking in like we own the place and basically like because we're, you know, just going in like we're supposed to be there. No one's going to pay any attention to us. All right. So. Which one don't you want to do? Now we're playing ghost lines. Yeah. Now we're playing ghost lines. <laughs> Let me go panic, disengage, or flee. I think that's probably the worst one. All right. I don't get any bonus for nobility because willpower and this just is just rolling steel. Plus steel. Cool. That is an 11 plus 2. 13, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah. You guys walk in like you own the place. You guys you guys are line bulls. Uh, you're in your like regular clothes, but you've probably still got your like badges, and all it takes is you flashing your badges. You're ministry. So, like, and there's just, like, low-level clerks here. Um, so they're not going to be like, oh, scrubby bulls. Like, you know, for all they know, your master is here scoping something out, doing something important. Um, you just got a lot. You got a lot of nods, in fact, from like the nod holes that are there. The the any like a at one point in time, there's a Sualim just sort of hefting like a a little you know one of those little pump train cars, um, and he goes to step near you guys, um, and then he 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 sees that like his foot's in your way, uh, his massive foot, and he goes like, sorry, and steps steps back. <laughs> oh God, they are big, aren't they? And I thought Stabba was the biggest thing. Uh, uh, quite large. Just don't stare too much. <laughs> All right, next roll. So, yeah. So, obviously what you need to do is you need to actually get him into a Sualim. Uh, you know, there's there's occupied ones. There's a repair area, probably, where there's, like, broken down ones. And there's probably also, like, I don't imagine they're clocked into these giant bodies, like, all day, every day. So there's probably also, like... <laughs> The equivalent of like a locker room that's got a normal sized door on one end and a 30 foot tall door on the other. <laughs> Alright, I can try a finesse to like sneak into the locker room. Sounds good, sounds good. Yes, that's an eight. Alright, which do you want to do? I will uh, avoid trouble compromiser cost. Alright. So, Andrew. Uh, you go to sneak into the little, like, locker room area, avoiding some of the other halls. You're very, very careful. You, you, you find where they keep 
some of the sualim that are that are ready to be docked, and you're 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 sort of carefully flitting from like behind body part, behind like unoccupied normal sized hull. Um, you're getting there. Meanwhile, Drix, what are you doing? Do you think you're like outside, or? Yeah, I think I'm outside, like trying to run interference, make sure no one bothers Andrew. Yeah, you're going to have to, because approaching. You, who looks like they know what they're doing, but also looks like they're on their own lookout for something, is a, a man in a bronze mask and a coat. You recognize the bronze mask as the mask of a spirit warden. A, a similar, like, supernatural uh, arm of the Imperium, spirit wardens um, track down errant spirits uh, and make sure that when there's deaths in the city that uh, no spirits may rise. Spirit Warden uh, walks over to you, Drix, and uh, takes a look at your badge and uh, says, Excuse me, Lion Bull. Have you seen an errant specter pass this way? No, I can I can firmly say that I have not seen an errant specter pass this way. We have reason to believe that there was a burial. And perhaps the escapee may attempt to hijack one of the ministry's hulls. Would you guys not be able to, you know, tra- track that? That feels like it feels like that. That would be. I a am here, am I not? Oh, fair, fair enough. Actually, I, you know, see, this this is why I, you're a spirit warden and I'm a live bull. <laughs> see, two Perhaps, sides. Perhaps yes. Wow, you know, I, I meant that a whole lot kinder than you made it seem. <laughs> Tell me, have you seen it? Your cooperation is unnecessary, but would be accepted. I have not seen it, but I could help you look for it. Make me some kind of roll to throw this guy off the scent, because he's clearly almost there. <laughs> <laughs> so, question... Drix would know that if he touches, that if he like does something through the ghost field, this guy would probably be able to sense it, right? Oh yeah, I mean, even as um, like anybody can whisper into the ghost field, but spirit wardens are particularly adept at that sort of thing, and on top of that, are usually um augmented with some magic from not directly the emperor, but like through the emperor, they are empowered in some way. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, in that case, then I'm not gonna fuck. I'm not gonna fucking try that shit. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try this with words. Um, yeah, I, I'm. A, I'm gonna give it a good old finesse roll and see if I can see if I can like smooth talk him. Yeah, you seem you seem something. You're like, you're, oh, let me let me let me look around. Like, we'll yeah. look around. That might be nice. Oh boy. Well, that ain't great. Uh, that would be an eight total. Okay, which one do, which one do you want to do? I think I would like to avoid trouble, compromise, or cost. Yeah, yeah. I think you're spending a good amount of the day with this uh, spirit warden. You're, you're, you're going through the whole camp, looking near and far. Um, at some points, maybe, like, retracing your own steps. Like, oh, you think they go this way? Like, they think they try to go into the locker room? Meanwhile, Andril, you are able to lock lock the whole container into one of the Sualim, which uh, 
sparks to life. You know, in, in, in repose, they're like in like a like a giant fetal position, and you see as it comes up, uh, it sort of puts its arms back, dangles its legs. Um, it's like relaxing at a park or something. Oh man, that's great. They put toes on these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their attention to detail is really good, huh? Yeah, it's like I can't feel my toes touching. But I can, like, feel like I'm wiggling them? Yeah, I can see them wiggling. Huh. Yeah. You're really small, but is that because I'm real big or are you, like, a baby? I'm, uh, 13, which I think is not a baby, but sometimes people treat me like a baby, so. She's very tall for her age. Are you here? Yeah, sure. I guess. Sure. Yeah, man. I mean, 13? You say an age? Yeah, yeah, I'm an adult woman. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my my entire life was, you know, about 25 years. Now I'm a, now I'm a ghost robot, man. Yeah, oh, more than halfway there, I guess. Yeah. That's, hope you have fun as a ghost robot, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, Andrew, when, when you inevitably pass on, as we are all bound to do, do you want to be a 30-foot-tall robot? I can definitely see the appeal of it. Yeah, get a little this too. Uh, and he puts a, puts a big hand uh, over you and sort of does like a little like a little hair ruffle oh so gently. Oh my god. Really fine motor control on these guys. Ah. <laughs> Robots are cool. Anyways, yeah, you can go on and tell Fishbone that I'm here. Just note down my number, huh? What's oh. it say on the back? Uh, your number, uh, 420? I was gonna say eight zero zero eight five. Oh, and on the front it says six nine. <laughs> there it is. There we go. All right, four twenty sixty nine. Four twenty four twenty eight zero zero eight five six nine. Amazing. We're doing great. There it is. There it is. So. I think eventually you guys are yeah you guys are all able to regroup. Ekimosa uh, stands up and joins the other Suleim, sort of clumsily like picking stuff up. The Spirit Warden uh, deposits Drake's back with you guys. Well, Colburn, it is unfortunate that I have not been able to track this specter, but I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, I mean, it, it was nothing. I understand. It's a hard job, isn't it? Like. You wouldn't believe some of the things some people have tried on our train. Just, you know. I think you'll find that there is most anything I would believe. Really? Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So. so. No, that was not an invitation. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you have... Go, go, go catch your train. As I no doubt you must. I shall continue... To stalk this camp, and he whoosh, disappears in a in a puff of smoke. <laughs> Did you make a friend, Drix? Uh, well, I mean, he wasn't very hospitable at the end, but it wasn't a bad day. I mean, you know, he's the guy's a little, you know, but once once you get past that, he seems like a generally normal dude. Nice. I'm always being facetious now. I'm just genuinely happy for you. Oh, yeah. thank you. Let's do some side job rolls. Remember, uh, so I think. I think Pip rolls with a fucking plus two, 
Um, the rest, hey, you two just roll. Just, yeah, just roll zero. Three. Alright, alright. Let's let's go for Bendeloy. Let's see if Bendeloy is going to help Holy me out Holy shit. <laughs> oh shit, yes, six. Nice. I got an eight total. Damn. Yeah. So, I guess you two, do you want ghost work or more stash in favor? More favor. I, I know you, you currently got a moratorium on ghost work, right? Yeah. Keep We've that got up. enough ghost work, like, kind of sitting around. Either way, I gotta roll on the rumor table, so it's like I'm still gonna do that regardless. Um, so yeah, remember, you all get your normal pick of plus two stash or plus one favor, and then you two have got sixes. Also go ahead and... I love that in canon this translates to Fishbone <laughs> paying drinks and Pip extra, but not Andro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. Uh, what, you're a child. What? I did this- I still deserve money! Yeah, and I gave it to you. But they got more money than me! Yeah, because you're a child. But I- what? That's- that's discriminatory! Well, childs are literally- childs- childs- childs are literally a trigger for me? What? <laughs> I was deposed by a child. Yeah, but that's- then why'd you hire me? Uh, it stops for a moment. <laughs> Listen, just take the money. This is a hostile workplace. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll give you this for free then. I'll, 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 g- I'll give you this for free. A little extra. Just for you. Knowing on the rumor chart. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you extra details on this one. The dice are helping me here because I did have plans for this already. So I'll, I'll give you extra information on here to, to honor their, their sixes as well. Yeah, well, uh, I'll give you this for free, all right? How, how, about, how about that? You, uh, if, if you want somebody who will who'll pay you a little more, uh, I hear there's this uh, rich vampire guy who started up some, some uh, they say he's got a gang of hollows these days. They say there's, they say there's a gang, there's someone's running this gang made up of hollows. Or it travels fast. Yeah, we knew that already. What? Yeah. You're sure? Like- yeah, no, we knew that already, unless it's a different guy. No, is he's a rich cat-eyed undead man? Oh, is he rich? I yeah, he pays he pays so much. I worked for him before I became a crime lord. Sometimes I guess that's true. Yeah, he does give us good money. Yeah, no, we knew that already. <laughs> Here, I thought I was hooking you up with a guy who had a gang of hollows, so you could pull heists and stuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not paying you more. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> uh, oh, I'm gonna take the the favor. I didn't mention it earlier, but I'm doing it. What was the? Was that literally the rumor? Vampire with hollows? Someone is running a gang of hollows. Amazing, love it. I'm gonna take the stash uh, on both, so I'm gonna add four stash. I did realize I definitely haven't hit 30 yet, though. <laughs> so we're going to say I'm at, like, 28 after the four stash. All right. So you've got all that. And soon it will be time to return to the Pride of Duskwall. We've dealt with the Hollows, the disappearance of the missionaries, which you all knew about. It's strange that there is a complete lack of Hecla, for perhaps sinister reasons as Drix noticed that knife we'll dive a little little deeper into those uh mysteries next time on ghost on a train Yay. <laughs> thanks and bye bye Ooh, thanks everybody and bye. thanks and bye thanks and bye hell yeah
Pride of Nusqual is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drix, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin, Pip, Nikhil, badge name Nikhil, played by me, Guys Webel. And I have been your conductor, Greg Karobus. For bonus contents, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Your support will help our podcast, as well as the others on the network. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train and I'll let Candace bring them to the line bowls thank you for riding with us and please consider traveling with us again next time I was but, uh, genuinely upset when I found out that Squid Game was not like people were not talking about Splatoon 3 <laughs> yeah I could see that being upsetting it took like a good like three or four times of like hearing about people being excited over Squid Game before it's like oh this is something different <laughs> weird, weird direction they took it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 yours Faustian Nonsense thanks you for your patronage. Just like yours. <laughs>